Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, time's picking it up. Alright, welcome in on a terrific Monday, magnificent Monday here in Searcy, Arkansas. Home of the national champions, the Harding Bisons, claiming a dominating victory over the Colorado School of Mines in the Division II National Football Championship over the weekend. If you missed it, you missed a clinic. It was impressive. So we thought, hey, how often does a football national championship happen? Not very. No. That's just I've been here. So I said, hey, let's come up here and do the show. So we're going to have uh, Coach Paul Simmons on here in just two seconds. We are also going to have a couple of players on, defensive coordinator Roddy Moat. We're going to get a word from the president, who's not of the United States, but of the university, who I'm sure is thrilled. And uh, I will tell you, we are set up here in the indoor, which is a spectacular facility, and I'm sure doesn't really hurt recruiting at all. But um, the restrooms are a long ways away from where we are, so I had to sprint over there just a second ago. It's not that far. Well, I mean, if you're not in great shape. The width of the field is 35 yards, right, Coach? 53. 53, yeah, Close dyslexic. Enough. And then we're about 10 here, so 43, give you another. It's 50 yards. Yeah, but I sprinted. I don't sprint very often. Anyway, it's good to be here. Uh, Coach, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Thanks for letting us uh, come up here on campus. There were years with some of my co-hosts that that was, I mean, pretty shaky ground whether or not we'd even be allowed on the campus but uh we are thrilled to be here and i can't tell you how excited and happy i am for you and uh how impressed i was with your team's performance over the weekend i tell you what justin i appreciate it man i'm excited you guys are here really really do appreciate that and you know you got to know you're always welcome here but yeah man what an amazing weekend what an amazing ride um you know i guess we you know we're two days out and it still really does not feel real um you know when you're when you're in it when you're in that playoff run it's you know you don't you don't take time to stop and look down the road it's just how do we win this day how do we how how do we do this day well and and then you wake up and they're telling you you're the national champion it's just uh surreal surreal just does not feel real but an amazing exciting uh awesome experience well Again, the way the game played out was not, I don't think, what anybody was expecting, the way you guys win it, 38-7. Uh, and that's considering you were down 7 to nothing at one point in the game, which is crazy. But the thing I loved the most was, or one of the things I loved the most, was watching the broadcast. And when they interviewed you after the first quarter, I mean, you were just giddy. And I'm like, you're having fun. It's a stressful thing. You're in a national championship. These are not promised to anybody. You don't know if you ever get back here again, and you're out there having a blast. What, what were your emotions at that point and, and through the game? Were you having a good time, or was it nervous energy, or what were you feeling? Well, I tell you, you know, our, our home fans this year have been, man, fantastic. But we also have days, and we've had lots of days, where we, we go on the road, and, and, you know, we might play in front of what feels like 100 fans. And so to be out there and to have 12,000 strong and with the majority of them being uh, bison faithful and, and people that were literally there from all over the country um, and special, special people that I, some of them I hadn't seen since I played here, you know, all of them there with us, pulling for us, and uh, just the energy that created. And, and to have you guys, uh, you know, even though it wasn't perfect, man, the kids were playing hard. They were playing so hard for each other, and it was. It was. You know, I know that my interview. I mean, I look like a, a, a complete fool with no composure, <laughs> but I, I really was just having the time of my life, uh, being in that moment. And uh, 
you know, I, I'm going to grow up one day and, and uh, act more professional, but probably not today. No, we don't want you to do that. You're going to fit in right with us perfectly. So um, give, give me kind of your thoughts on the matchup and what your expectations were and then how things played out. Because as we just mentioned, you know, you, you, you were telling us off the air, that was not, you know, at all the way you were expecting things to go at the beginning. But certainly I would think the rest of the way the, the game went, not necessarily what you're anticipating either. Well, you know, uh, we've never we've never crossed paths with the school of minds. We have very few common opponents. They're a long ways away, but certainly they were, you know, so dominant last year. Let the, let the scoreboard up all year long, and their their quarterback was, you know, really kind of a, a legendary guy. You know, he was the the won the, the award for the Division Two Player of the Year last year, and you know, you watch all these videos of this guy just being Houdini and making plays and. Um, you know, he was the spirit of that football team. And then our only common opponent this year was Grand Valley. And, and Grand Valley was probably the best team who's ever played on our field. They were fantastic. You know, we won that game 7-6 to six in a physical war. Well, they beat Grand Valley, you know, 34-31 to 31 to open the season. And I'm like, how, how could an offense score 34 points versus Grand Valley? And so that was our only common opponent. And so... You know, uh, you know, when I was being honest with myself, I, I felt like, you know, this was going to be, a, you know, a, a 45 to 44 absolute shootout of a game. And if you know, for us to win this game, I know our offense is, is going to have a have to have a great day. And, you know, not because our defense is not awesome, but, but man, these guys, they were just really, really good and executed at a really high level. And their lowest scoring game all year was 21 points. So for our our defense to come out there and and, and do what they did is just uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. But I, I shouldn't have been surprised. You know they they have played at at a crazy high level all year. And um, but but I you know I would be lying if I said that I had any clue that that kind of game was coming. I thought two of the biggest plays were when they drove down inside the red zone. It's fourth and one, and you stopped them both times and kept them off the scoreboard. Is that typical of your defense? Well, uh, boy, it has been this year. <laughs> it has been this year. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know what our percentage was on fourth down, but it's really, really high. And um, you know, we take great pride on on both sides of the ball of being the most physical football team. And um, you know, to have the mentality of if it's fourth and one, we're going to get it. If it's fourth and one, you're not going to get it. You know that is that's mano mano, big on big, and you know our D line, um, those guys have been fantastic all year. Coach Trayvon Bigelow, you know he was a great great player here for us. Was an All American here, and Coach Hux last season in 16, he leads that group and and does a tremendous job with it. But you know so they went big personnel, brought extra O line in, O lineman in, and so we we matched that with an extra D lineman and. Um, you know that front seven is 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 dominant, been dominant all year, and so um, certainly was not surprised that they couldn't get one. You also did it largely, or not not exclusively. Certainly, you got players from all over, but I mean there are a lot of guys from Arkansas that made some key plays for you. And Braden Jay was a guy. Again, I haven't watched a lot of your games this year, but you know that is a guy that stands out. And, and Dela Cruz, I know, is your workhorse this year, but Braden. You know, with the three touchdowns and the way he ran away from the defense a couple of times, Cabot native, right? Yeah, you know, we we've got a lot of guys on our team that that nobody wanted. I mean, um, you know, Dre Hall is a, an elite, elite, elite guy for us. We signed Dre on a thousand dollars, but but Braden Jay was the opposite. You know, Braden Jay was a guy that that we all knew. Man, this guy is special. This guy is electric. He was the same guy at Cabot. I mean, he was the best player uh, every Friday night and. Um, you know he has he has been so elite for us. Um, you know the week before, uh, giant uh, touchdown return. I mean you know kickoff return. He blocks punts for us. Um, you know he he's a little bit like Matt Jones in that you know you watch him run and and it he, he's just a lot faster than you think. He just people take bad angles. He glides. He's he's smooth. But you know Braden also is an awesome teammate. Mm-hmm. He is he is selfless. Uh, he is loved um, on this team and on this campus. Um, he, he is an elite person. You know, comes from a from a coaching family. His dad, Coach Jay, uh, coached the D line there at Cabot for a long, long, long time. And um, you know, 
Braden is just a great example of what so many of our guys are like. They embrace that it's about us. It's not. It's about us. It's about us. Uh, it's about together. Um, but yeah, he is. He's different. He's different. He's special for sure. I was going to ask about you know just watching your offense tick, and and, and again we're going to heap a lot of praise on the defense too, and that is remarkable what you guys did against. If you look, if anybody hasn't really paid attention, the Colorado School Mines, their offense is ridiculously dynamic. One of the best running teams in the country, and they've also got the best quarterback in the country. At least that's what the statistics would say, and the Harlan Hill Trophy folks would say. Um, but uh, the way you guys operate and the fact that you take care of the ball as well as you do with all the ball handling, I want to ask about the processes there and how you guys do it so well and and don't turn it over because that's the one thing about that style of offense. Typically you're going to see you know, mishandling of the ball, and you guys played so clean the other day, and, and obviously 11 fumbles on the year, you played pretty clean through the season. You know, that, that really is the amazing stat. It is amazing that we have an offense where every play ends in a in a basically a car crash and it's so physical, so violent, and there's so many exchanges and the ball's being pitched in the air, and to have a, a 11 fumbles just really kind of defies logic. Uh, gigantic testament to that coaching staff. Uh, I don't know how much you know about the story of Coach Kenny Wheaton. You know, Kenny Wheaton runs our offense. Uh, he's he's the father of the flex bone. But Justin Kenny Wheaton, he he lives uh, on Lake DeGray, and he drives two hours to practice, gets in a car and drives two hours back home, and has done that for a dozen years now, and for seven years did it without making a dime. Everything about it really makes no sense whatsoever. But he, it all starts with him, um, and he, you know he he just uh, is an incredible uh, leader and, and teacher. And then his entire entire staff, Matt Underwood, who you know is is fantastic. Coach Chisholm coaches that old line and does, does such a great job. But um, Coach Tucker coaches receivers. But if you watch them practice, I think you'd be shocked the 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 way they get after it, the tempo, the um, the discipline. But you also you don't you don't, you don't hear anybody yell. You know we don't we don't yell at our kids. Uh, why would we? We got kids that, that care like crazy and are, and are working. Um, and 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 want to do things the right way. You know, we turned the ball over one time in four playoff games, and and that's you know everybody's mo when they come in and attack the Bisons is, you know, we're going to out physical and we're going to knock the quarterback out of the game. We're gonna we're gonna make them turn the ball over, uh, and it just hasn't happened. You know, Black Yellow Cruz, I mean, zero fumbles this year and over 300 carries, um, and again another unreal. Teammate comes from, you know, really really tough situation with his home life, uh, but he he loves his teammates. He is so selfless. Uh, two occasions, I bring Blake in. Blake, I'm so proud of you. Listen, we have a little bit more scholarship money that that I want to I want to give you and help you out. I know you're borrowing money. You got loan money, and both times, you know, Coach Simmons, I I'm okay. I'm I'm good. I want you know, I want you to help somebody else. Um, I'm like, dude, you're not good. You don't even have a car. You have, when you're good, you're not good. And he said, Coach, I'm more, it's it's about us. It's about the brotherhood. And uh, you know that kind of men- mentality. When your best players have that kind of mentality, it trickles down to everybody. And and that really is the foundation of of why we've been able to win. Because we we really do have guys that that love and buy in at a level that's unheard of in today's culture. Well, you know, they were they brought the stat up the other day on the broadcast too, the fact that he had one carry for loss this year in 250 whatever carries. I mean, is insane. Over 1500 yards, one two yard loss. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And then you know, Brayton's about right there. I mean, he carried it uh, 86 times and had 15 lost yards over the year. I mean, it's just insane the numbers and the efficiency with which your offensive line. You know, obviously gets a good push and protects your run game. Um, and again, the way these guys get the job done, it's just it's incredible. Really, all the things are, are remarkable, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about that as we go through. I want to ask you about bigger picture, about what you think this means for the community, what this means for the university, and then also what it means for the football program going forward. I know you already have a ton of support. We're talking about a new, you know, weight facility going in over here uh, across the field. But uh, I got to think this will only increase the level of interest and, and support you guys will get nationally. Yeah, you know, I'm going to start with the tertiary, the and I can tell you that when I became the head coach, uh, I had, you know, two things that were really, really important to me. Number one, uh, you know, I wanted to embrace the, 
the Brotherhood. You know, I, I wanted every single old bison to know that they've got a home here on our sideline. I wanted them to feel loved, and I wanted to do things in a way that would make them proud, not not on the scoreboard, but of how we work, how we compete, how we love each other. But the other thing was, um, you know, we have a lot of awesome people in our community that have never really been Harding people. They, they didn't grow up uh, being a part of this community and, and maybe even didn't feel uh, super wanted uh, or, or included, you know, going back way back. And, um, man, that, that makes me sick. And um, that anybody would be in this community and, and not feel wanted, um, you know, around here. And so, man, tearing down any wall that might exist and, and, and making everybody um in this community no we we want you with us we want you beside us we we want to be together we want to represent Cersei and white county in the right way uh we want you to know that every single one of you is wanted in our stands i've never wanted to look into our stands and see what i would say is this is a harding crowd i mean i want it to be a Cersei, a white county an arkansas crowd and so uh you know the suggestion that maybe we have done things in a way that that could make um, the leaders in our community and the people in, in this community proud of us, uh, man, is so awesome and is so humbling. Then beyond that, that uh, the 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 entire state will be pulling for us. And um, man, you know, my my we got. In, what do you do when you win the last championship? Well, what do you do next? Well, for me, I got in the, the minivan with my wife and kids, and we went to Waterburger and then drove home. Um, my wife, who is a champion, she's unbelievable. She drove, and, and I spent, you know, six hours trying to respond to texts because I'm not going to have somebody reach out to me that I don't respond to, and I'm just not going to do that. And so many texts from old special bisons, but then then beyond that, uh, you know, people from this state that I respect greatly that I've never met in my life, you know, um, you know Coach Walker from ULR, I don't, I don't know him at all. And for him to reach out and say, man, we're behind you, we're pulling for you. Um, Man, you know Dave Van Horn. I mean, what a what a legendary presence. I mean, I hold that guy in the highest regard as a leader of men, but as a coach. And um, but I, I never met him. I don't know him. And so when I get a text that says, "Coach, my wife and I, we watched every snap, every snap, and we're so proud of you guys." Man, that that blew me away. Governor Huckabee. I, I don't I don't know her. Yeah. I mean, you know, Coach, you've made the state proud. Um, that that to me is I'm I'm a loyalty guy. Yeah. I mean I've had two jobs in my life. I've been here 18 years. In my house, my kids know you cheer for the Bisons and you cheer for the Hogs, and that's it. You know when when <laughs> you know several years ago, my youngest son comes in and hey dad, you know I'm 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 a I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm like no, you're not. Not not in this house. You're not. You cheer for the the, the Bisons and the Hogs. That's it. I mean, you pull for where you're from. All right. Right. I mean, well, Dad, right now we I don't, I, I don't care. You you pull for where you're from, mm -hmm. and um, you know, for 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 me to feel like the state is proud of us, oh, it's it's it is awesome and it's humbling and I love it. Any of your hunting buddies reach out? Uh, I. I, I you know, I, I run around with a bunch of guys that are awesome. Bob Miller, that's you know, that's my buddy from that, that uh, we hunt with, and I own the Bulldog Restaurant forever. He mm -hmm. he's my favorite uh, hunting buddy, and uh, a lot of those guys had had a giant watch party and and uh, pulled for us. And um, you know, I've had a couple of neat messages from from some of the other folks that have, that have hunted with us recently. Um, I, I even got a. I got a, got a really neat message from from, uh, from Mr. Costner uh, yesterday, which was uh, really really cool. And it was it was not a, a typical congratulations. It was uh, a lot more in depth and uh, very neat, very humbling that we got a message from from over in California. Did, so, he, did he say anything about Jewel wanting to sing the national anthem here next year or anything? Uh, he, he he didn't mention Jewel. Okay, <laughs> well, just checking. Can't hurt to ask, you know. But uh, maybe we can work on that for next year. Was was there a time during the game? that you knew because of the offense and the way it was clicking that you had them? Well, I'm going to tell you the way things go for us, you know, um, one of the hard things about our offense is, you know, you don't really know what to expect as far as how teams are going to defend you. You know, everybody, uh, what we do is so different that you got to defend it different. And so we spend a lot of our time during the week, 
you know, speculating on what we're going to see. And so it's not uncommon for us to come out and on the first drive, you know, we, we see a look or a front that, that is that we weren't expecting. And most of the time, our first drive is our worst drive because it just takes the coaches a little bit of time. And so when we came out and, and, you know, the first play was a giant run, and you could just tell right then that they didn't have a good plan. Uh, and, and that's the whole key. I mean, if we played the greatest assembly of, assemble, uh, assembly of talent in the world, but if you got a wrong plan, you're going to get gashed. And, and they did not have a great plan. And that first drive, it was evident. And I, I think there was kind of a belief that, you know, they couldn't stop us. At, at halftime, I said to the defense, guys, you guys are playing unbelievable. But do you realize they've had four possessions and we're up 21-7? to seven. The way our offense is playing, it feels like it feels, if we just get one or two stops, this thing is over because they cannot stop our offense right now, and they never did. I mean, we punted in the fourth quarter uh, with, with young guys in the ball game. Um, just because you and, wanted your punter to get some time? Yeah, it was. played in the game? It really was a master class on execution uh, and, and all the things that, that make um, this offense and this team special. It was about us. So many guys were dominant. It's never a one-man show. And that's, you know, when we recruit somebody, whether they're a, a, a slot or a receiver or whatever it is, it's the first question is, are, do you care more about your stats or do you care about winning? Because if it's about your stats, this is the wrong place. If it's about your, you know, no no entitlement, no arrogance, it's about us. You know, if you're a slot here, you might go for 175 uh, one week, and the next week you might get two touches. Because this offense is all about taking what the defense gives you, and and uh, that's really really evident. And from day one, it's it's not going to be about you; it's about us. And so, make a decision right now: do you want to win, or do you want to um, highlight your stats? Um, and you know, we're throwback in that way, um, and in every other way, we try to be counterculture. Um, I have a, a leaders eat last mentality. I like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. we got to hit a break, Coach. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk to Clint Stern a little bit about what happened in the NFL yesterday. Sorry, Wes. And uh, Wes the Cowboys fan, Coach. I didn't go too high yesterday. But you know what? It's all right. Long way to go. You're all right. Not really. Bills are desperate. Long way to go. Be getting the postseason, hopefully. Oh, they're in the postseason. Well, you, you, yeah. Yeah. Clinched the playoff first yesterday. Yeah, that's right. They did. You know what? Sometimes it, it still counts. I mean, you can say it's back door or whatever you want to say, but hey, it still counts. Uh, we got to talk about the Razorback basketball game, 69-66, the final over Lipscomb. And, uh, okay. Um, NFL's back. That was nice. For 28 minutes, they looked awesome. Yep. Last 12, not too good. Yeah. Got some transfer news for Arkansas that we'll get into as well. And a number of other things from over the weekend. So stay tuned. We are live here in Searcy at Harding University where they just claimed themselves a national championship. Pretty awesome stuff. And we're going to talk to some of the players coming up in a little bit. And the defensive coordinator is going to join us as well. And we got more with Coach Simmons coming up as well. Friday, we're at Guatney Chevrolet. Drove by Guatney on the way up here. Parking lot looks great. Plenty of 2024s, 2023s, previously owned vehicles. If you're in the market for a car, Guatney Chevrolet is a place to check out. I'd go to the website first, QuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals. Silverado, if you need a truck right now, Silverado, some of them $10,000 off. You worried about interest rates? You should be. Well, at Quatney Chevrolet, they've got some vehicles out there as low as 1.9% financing. No payments for four months. they got a lot of reasons, incentives to get you to buy. One of the big incentives, when you trade in that vehicle, they're going to pay you top dollar for that. Get out from underneath that note, have a little extra cash, put it down as a down payment on that next car. Head on out to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, visit with our friends, and make Christmas extra special this year. It's Quatney Chevrolet. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. 
It's official. Arkansas Razorbacks football will have a new signal caller next season. K.J. Jefferson, the program's all-time leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns, and total touchdowns, announced that he would be entering the transfer portal on Saturday. Jefferson is coming off a career-worst season where he threw for 2,100 yards and eight interceptions while the Razorbacks went 4-8. Arkansas also acquired Taylon Green, the quarterback from Boise State, out of the transfer portal. Jefferson will have one year of eligibility remaining. Arkansas basketball made their yearly trip to Little Rock on Saturday and secured a 69-66 win over the Lipscomb Bison. The Razorbacks are now 7-4 overall. Tremont Mark led the way. He scored 17 points on 6-12 of 12 shooting in 30 minutes off the bench. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales of it at Chris Crane. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundais, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new palisade from Chris Crane Hyundai. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because Arkansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck? Anywhere in the state, just dial 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, milk and cookies, lock and key. And of course, The Zone and the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Now, let's get into the show with Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, hot. Emmanuel Smith breaks the tackle. Touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! All right, welcome back to Titletown, USA. That is Searcy, Arkansas. We are hanging out with Harding head coach Paul Simmons. We're going to have some of the other uh, players and coaches from the championship team on with us here as we go through the day today. We thought, you know, there's no better way to celebrate on a Monday than to do it on campus. And Coach and I talked over the weekend, and he agreed to come to the studio. And I said, why don't we just come to you? And we can get a few people on. And so that's what we did, and that's what we're going to do through the show today. And I'm happy to be here. And it's obviously leading up to Christmas week as well, so this is a great way to kick things off. And Perfect. Yeah, we need to talk a little bit about uh, what else is going on in the world, too, though. We will certainly get back to the Harding focus as we go through, but let's bring in Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. And, Clint, I don't know if you got a chance to catch in the D2 Championship over the weekend, but it's a master class by the Bisons over the ore diggers of the Colorado School of Mines. It was a, an absolutely dominant performance and a lot of fun to watch. But uh, I don't know if you caught any of it, but anyway, it's good to have you either way. 
Yeah, man, I, I didn't catch any of the game, but obviously I follow it all on social media. With you know, I'm pretty pretty active there with the all the folks of Arkansas socially, and and uh, man, I, I saw it all, and and uh, there's nothing like winning, and there's dang sure nothing like winning championships, man. So big congrats to to coach and and all the players there making memories that uh, that'll last a lifetime, no question, man. Well, uh, you know, I, one of the things about Coach Simmons is he is a master motivator, and you played for one of the best of all time as well with uh, with Coach Nutt. And there is something to be said, I think. Obviously, X's and O's and recruiting the right guys, that's all important, but getting guys to believe, and, you know, call it buy-in or whatever you want to call it, getting guys to believe that they can win, there's something to that. And, and it, sh- it seems simple in its concept, but... And uh, in the actual, I guess, execution of that, it's maybe not so simple. What are your What are your memories of that, Clint? Where you actually started believing because you'd been through the ringer a little bit before Coach Nutt got there. Well, I, I think you know, obviously, Coach Nutt's a great motivator, and 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 I'm sure the, you know the Coach there is as well, obviously. But but the I think the biggest part of it all, Justin, was when and the most powerful part of it all is when when you can get a a group of guys to. To really buy into the family approach and and doing it for the guy next, and, and not coach speak, not just not just shaping your mouth to say those things, but legitimately believing it and 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 living it. And when you can do that, man, and, and then a coach can motivate an entire group that's bought in, you know, to each other. I think is is the, the most powerful existence in the game of football. Is um, you're right, man. Scheme, scheme is big, and we spend a lot of time talking about it. Talent, speed, all that stuff is is big, and and we spend a lot of time talking about it, rightfully so. But boy, when when you get a group of guys to 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 really genuinely and sincerely go to work every day and play the game and work out and do all those things for the guy standing next to you, and to not let the guy not let the guy next to you down, and then you got a guy that that uh, at the top that can on game day. And really, every day at practice, but for what we do on game day, can motivate those guys to, to take their game to the next level and get them ready. Um, that's a powerful combination, man. And, and that Houston Nutt definitely had that. And and uh, I, I'll argue that a, a, the majority of your championship teams, championship caliber teams, have it. Hmm. Well, yeah, Coach Simmons, that's definitely a core tenant, right? I mean, of what you guys do. I mean, you talk about the brotherhood a lot, but I mean, that's that's a core tenant of how you guys roll here. The number one thing that he said that I agree. I agree with all of it, but the the strongest thing he said was basically, you know, um, man, when when your number one motivation is, I am not gonna let the guy beside me down. When when that's your motivation, it changes everything. And, and I could not agree more. That is that is the magic. That's the special sauce. Is guys that that love each other deeply. And, you know, I always say there's no fear of failure. No fear of failure. Let it rip. Let it rip. Let it rip. Get after it. Your only fear of failure, I mean, your only, your only fear is the fear of letting the guy beside you down that, that, that you love. And, and I, I agree um, 100% with Clint that there's probably no teams ever that uh, excelled at a really, really high level that didn't have guys that were playing for one another. Clint, you would have appreciated Coach Simmons' comments earlier before he got John, who said in their house there's only two teams that they're allowed to root for, the Bisons and the Hogs. So you guys will get along just dandy, I think. But uh, let's talk about like let's it. talk about what happened. Let's talk about what happened over the weekend in the NFL, and we'll start with the Cowboys. And and it didn't go particularly. Why, why do you want to start there? Because it's the biggest story. It's the biggest game when they win in a big game, like against the Eagles. We talk about that first too. But when things don't go so well, it's again as as Nolan Richardson often said. All sickness is not death. So, you know, the Cowboys are not done yet, but it was certainly they looked dead a, a last night. disappointing performance yesterday. What happened? My goodness. Well, look, I, I mean, heck, I'm the last person to try to dig in and tell you what happened based off the TV copy. But, but I mean, the, the thing that, that uh, and, and Wes, I know you and I have talked about this multiple times with the Cowboys, and this with any team. I mean, usually your teams that have the stay in power again what coach Simmons is talking about and, and it's one thing to go win one game or win it's one with one championship but, but the staying power are uh, th- those teams typically don't go out and just get dominated really by anybody I mean look everybody has a bad day but but the, the Cowboys their their ability to, to to play at an unbelievably high level uh, for two or three weeks and then just literally fall off the cliff and and get down and allow themselves to be dominated. That's my fear with the Cowboys. That's that's the 
very rarely have we seen the Chiefs do that. Very rarely do you see the, the, the Patriots of old do that. Those teams that just have that, that tremendous staying power just don't tend to do that. And that's my fear. That's my fear with the Cowboys. When they're good, damn, they're good. But the question is, is and we all know this, you've got to be good for four straight weeks against the, the highest caliber opponent in the game. And that's hard to do when you're inconsistent. It's hard to go a month straight of football versus the best teams in, in the league and and uh, and win and win a championship when you've shown throughout an 18-week span that you've got the ability to be inconsistent every third or fourth or fifth week. So uh, my, my typical fear with the Cowboys, it, it, uh, it showed up again yesterday. The concern from, well, besides giving up 286 rushing yards to Buffalo, was Buffalo's defense. And the way they dropped their two safeties, took away any deep threat, and just, I don't know, were the Cowboys not patient enough, throwing underneath? What did you see out of Dak in the offense to not be able to move the ball against Buffalo? Because the offense has been clicking. Well, look, again, Wes, I would have to see the All-22 to, to, to give you a, a, a legit you know, explanation of, of what the heck they were trying to do and why it went wrong. And I know this. I know Buffalo is a much better football team roster-wise, talent-wise, chemistry-wise. They're a much better football team than a 7-6. and six, uh, They're 7-6 records. Very rarely. I know a lot of folks say, well, you are what your record says you are. I think there's a handful of teams that are actually better than the record this year, and the Bills are one of them. So, they did run up against a, a really, really good football team that, that happened to have a great plan. Um, you know, I, I think their, their, their linemen going out with the quad issue, I think, I think that hurts them, particularly when you're playing Buffalo yeah. with a good defensive front that can, that can, uh, create problems. And, um, it, you know, again, I, I don't know exactly why or, or what went on. I won't know that until the, I think Tuesday morning, tomorrow morning, the all 22 will drop and I'll be able to watch it. But, um, I mean, it, until then, Wes, I just it, it it was clearly not just one thing. When you get skull drugged that way, it's not one guy, it's not one aspect of the game. It's multiple. So we'll see. I'll, I'll have to circle back on Friday with that one. All right, I'll save that one. Well, I was very impressed with the Texans. Uh, I wrote them off early after the pick six, and I thought, well, it, and it's tough to go into Tennessee and win. Uh, they're, they're a different animal at home, and I thought, well. This is it's going to be t- it's over with the backup quarterback and the situation that they're in. Man, I, I got a lot of respect for the Texans what they were able to do yesterday. Yeah, I tell you what, the Texans again back to what we were talking about with Coach Simmons. I mean, the Texans have it, man. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's has he's got um, you know a roster full of guys that that believe in each other and are bought into to the organization and and doing what's right for the organization. And yesterday was. I think a, a a statement day for the organization from that sense is when when you can I mean they literally are missing more than half their starters offensively. Um, they're missing their top two targets on on the offense wide receiver wise. Um, you know, and, and it, it's just they go out there they're missing their their MVP caliber, definitely rookie of the year caliber quarterback, and they go out there and and win a ball game that they just to be honest with you shouldn't shouldn't have even been on the field with them. I mean they. Um, but they, they, they were because they're extremely well coached. Um, their depth players obviously work their ass off and pay attention and, and, and legitimately prepare like they're going to start every week. And that showed because the, the depth, uh, this season for the Texans, I think that's probably been the most impressive thing outside of some of the individual moments, the CJ Stroud, the Tank Dales, that kind of deal. Um, I, I think that the most impressive thing is, man, early on, they were the Texans were winning football games with four of their five starting offensive linemen out. Um, they're down to their fourth center and they're winning ball games. And and then now all of a sudden all their wide receivers are. Last week they were they didn't have Dalton Schultz either. So um, uh, again, I, I think yesterday was a a statement win for the Texans, obviously because it keeps them alive in the playoff hunt. But if you look at how it all went down, they rallied around a. a, a, a a third string, a guy who's been their third string quarterback, and they did it with a with a bunch of backups and, and using significant depth. Man, that is a, in my opinion, when you have that, again we go back to the staying power. We go back into, boy, it's not just about one superstar playing well. It's about a a, a core group of guys that are that are all, uh, you know, one heartbeat, and, and it's powerful. So the, the Texans yesterday to me that was just one of those. 
boy, I'm, I'm just more of a believer now in what D'Amico Ryans is doing than I've ever been. Derrick Henry touched the ball 16 times, rushing it for nine yards. He also touched it four times, receiving for one yard. Mm. 20 touches for Derrick Henry, 10 yards. Yeah, Wes, I'm telling you, man, it's, I, I will say this. I, I mean, look, I think the Texans defensively, D'Amico Ryan's being a defensive-minded head coach, he, he, he's absolutely killing it. His, their ability, they, look, they've gone out there with bad game plans, and, it, and it's been a, look, they, they, they let Zach Wilson throw for 300 on them last week. Clearly the plan to play 70-some-odd <laughs> percent zone didn't work. It backfired on them. But their, their ability to adjust is, has been tremendous this year on both sides of the football. When you talk about the play callers, and, and D'Amico bounced back from that Jets game in a big way yesterday. Um, holding holding Derrick Henry down, but I, I'll say this: the Titans are in trouble, guys. Um, the Titans are, mm-hmm. are are in real trouble. You, and I'm not saying it's because they lost; they're having a rough year. But you look at what Brable's doing right now, and I like Brable. I think Brable's a hell of a coach. But when you watch them, they've always had an identity. They've always had an identity, really on both sides of the football. But it's blatantly obvious on the offensive side of the football with Derrick Henry. It was we're going to be more physical than everybody and anybody in the league. We're going to run downhill with Derrick Henry. Uh, I mean, look, the, the 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 most impressive running back from a body perspective maybe the league's ever seen. Um, he had, Guys, he averaged the five previous games versus the Texans, he averaged over 200 yards a game. Over 1,000 yards in five games, and they go out there and shut him down. And you look at it, they got a gunslinger at quarterback, they got a bunch of 50-50 ball catchers at wide receiver, and, and they're, they're, they're not as physical as, any, as everybody in the league. They're not committed to De- Derrick Henry. What is their identity? What do they look like moving forward? I think the Titans are, are, are lost relative to what we've come to, to expect from them. Mm. Yeah. You like the Eagles or Seahawks tonight? Oh, man, I like I like the Eagles. Have they announced yet what, uh, if Hurts is going to play? No. I have not seen it anywhere. It's, I think it's increasingly yeah. common thought process that he's not going to be playing tonight. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I thought could it could be backups playing. Right. What would you say? It could be backups for both teams. Yeah, well, look, I'm not, I'm not buying, I'm not buying Seattle anyway. I, I never, I never was. I, look, Pete Carroll's had some some hellacious runs. I get that, but um, and I think you know Smith has, has resurrected his career in a big way, and it's impressive. But I, I just when you start talking about the Seattle Seahawks versus um, legit Super Bowl caliber, Super Bowl contending teams, I, I just I can't, I can't have that conversation, guys. Um, I, I, I like where they're at. They're a good football team. I think they're going to they're going to they're uh, you know cause some problems for for um, some playoff caliber teams, even some teams with some you know maybe maybe you know that that you you upset them and, and you either knock them out of the playoffs or out of playoff contention. But but when you bump them up against the big boys, which I think Philly still is one of the or, or is definitely squarely one of those mm-hmm. teams, I, I just can't I just can't give Seattle a chance in this one. Okay. Clint, we got to run. Appreciate the time. We'll talk to you uh, Friday. All right, boys. I'm always looking forward to it. And uh, it's, it's an honor uh, to, to be on with Coach and, and uh, the champion Bison, man. It's, that's, uh, that's big time, man. Congratulations to all those guys. Those kids will will never forget it, man. And, and uh, it's good to have a champion in Central Arkansas, that's for sure. No doubt. Hey, buddy, I'm a big fan of yours, Clint. I, I love an old, tough, gunslinging quarterback and I know you were one so I'm a big fan so I really appreciate it brother alright I appreciate it coach y'all have a good one now alright see you Clint alright gotta hit a break it's 1049 let's get right to it come back and uh, wrap up our hour and coach we got a guest coming up coach Roddy Moat he's our DC he's the man patient over there just hanging think, out <laughs> think about how much fun he had this weekend maybe Probably so soaking it in it all started here working I mean, fall camp all the way to a championship. Pretty amazing. Back in a sec. Quality out.
Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy quality outdoor products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. Roger, did you know that Oaklawn Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and piggot? Yep. Hoops and Humnote, baseball and boxite, long shots and lavanca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Hey, they get it at Telco Federal Credit Union with rising home loan rates. Maybe staying put and just fixing up your current home is a better financial solution. Telco offers home improvement loans even if you have little to no equity. Now you can get your kitchen and bath remodeled and some new flooring. Local team at Telco Credit Union will find you the right loan, the lowest rate, and will make the process so easy. Stop in, log on at telco.com or call 501-375-5321. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8. 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We've got you covered, Arkansas. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. You're back in the zone with Justin Agree and Westmore, Central Arkansas's only midday sports talk show. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, sunny toy with a price, you know that I bought it. Killing me so out the window, always waiting for you to All right, welcome back. We are at Harding University today celebrating a national championship. Very rare to pull one off in this uh, great state of ours and we wanted to celebrate the Bisons today, and we're joined by their defensive coordinator, Roddy Moat, who led that defense to a, a dominating performance against the number two offense in the country. And, Coach, I want to congratulate you on the national championship and a tip of the cap to you and your defense for the performance on, on Saturday. That was remarkable. Thank you. So give me your thoughts. I mean, uh, what you expected and what you actually got on Saturday. Well, I don't uh, – you know, one, I didn't really lead them completely that's a uh, you know we were surrounded by some phenomenal young men they're tremendous uh, players but uh you know high character they buy into who we are and uh they've really embraced that all year long and uh you know coach Biglow and coach Tribble and coach Blankenship uh they do a phenomenal uh job with their group and you know we just have an awesome staff and uh you know really to be honest with you going into the game uh, I told our defense at our team defensive uh, meeting uh, that night that I felt like we were, you know, this was not a Cinderella story. You know, we've been dominant all year long, and uh, we just need to be who we are. And, uh, you know, obviously when they rolled out and, you know, that first series, uh, you know, that's had really, to be honest with you, that's kind of happened to us in the past before that the offense would take it down. But it was really a result of, uh, just not making the play, being in the wrong spot sometimes, and not doing our job, and 
Uh, but, you know, after that, we, you know, really settled in and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, hats off to our players for, uh, for a great job. Did you make any significant adjustments after the opening drive or just execute a little bit better? No, we just executed a lot better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there weren't really any adjustments, you know, made. I know you guys are still kind of basking in the in the initial glow of this whole thing, and it sounds like you're just back to business. So it's nobody. Yeah, well, you know, we'll get back to work. But I mean, have you thought about it? I mean, this is an impactful thing that's going to. It's not going to impact necessarily everybody for the rest of their lives, but it's going to be an important you know piece of what they've accomplished, I guess, and something to always think about. Oh, no doubt. It's uh, you know, it it have to be one of the highlights of, of my coaching career, and you know, being able to have this experience, and uh, you know, really. Uh, you know, just the whole three days of being in McKinney, and then you get to the game, and you know all the text from, uh, you know, teammates, old teammates, uh, you know, former, you know, players, and uh, just really the alumnus, just uh, even in my own family. Yeah. Uh, you know, just uh, this group has given. You know, really, the Harding community uh, something to celebrate, and we're all together, and it's kind of a big reunion. And uh, I don't know even how to describe it. Yeah. It was just, uh, it's just special. Coach Simmons talked about how that energy was so good for your guys, but at the same time, was worried maybe a little bit too much, so a little bit too distracted. Again, it's very out of the ordinary. I know you guys are very much trying to do things in a in the same way every week, especially when it's working. Were you concerned about that going into Saturday? I mean, our, you know, when you get this far, I think, and uh, you know, in the playoffs, and you know, you're playing for you're the there are two teams standing. Uh, you know, there's only one game in the entire country, Division Two. I don't. You just, I really, you just have confidence that your your guys are gonna be able to do what they've done all year long, and that's be ready to play. And uh, I don't know. I, it probably doesn't bother me quite as much as it. It does uh, Coach Simmons, but uh, you know he he's the one that sinks all the energy and the effort to to make things special and to, you know for our guys and to uh, you know he he just leads well. I'm just telling you. I thought the front four, the pressure they were able to put on the quarterback all game long, really, and they even brought it out on the uh, broadcast that that was kind of the difference in the game. Is that something that you've been able to hang your hat on all year? Oh, uh, there's no doubt, and really, it's not just four. I mean, we got eight guys. We roll guys in there now, maybe ten guys. I mean, they just uh, they roll in and out, and you know, it's a tremendous uh, tribute to Coach Big and his room, and uh, you know, our guys. Uh, you know, they've done a phenomenal job all year long putting pressure on the quarterback and dominating the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, and I think that showed on Saturday. Fourth and one stops were pretty big, too. Oh, man, they were they were huge. Now, I, I thrive on that. Uh, you know, really on the first drive, they got in the same personnel grouping, which resulted in us, uh, you know, giving a personnel change and being in the basically the same thing we were in on the stops. And, uh you know, we stopped them, but uh, you know, we didn't. The corner didn't come off the field. And that's that's on me. And uh, you know, I think we would have stopped them anyway. You know, <laughs> that, that 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 twelfth guy really didn't have a have an impact on that play. But uh, yeah, those those were huge stops and definitely momentum swings. Coach, congrats. We got to hit top of the hour break here. Appreciate you coming on. You bet. Thank you so much. All right, it's Roddy Moe, defensive coordinator here at Harding University. We're back. A little more from Coach Simmons and some other. Yes, we got some players. This is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet 